Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Well, a great song there. Emmanuel, the name of the song, wonderful I should say. We trust, we believe the Father is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. The best of friends we are, this is taking place throughout, man. And uh, just up to the hour, 8 o'clock. My name is Ray. Welcome to it, Wednesday Live. And on this day, you know, we always, and I, I always think that, that we should play songs that have to do with, uh, you know, true friendship, true freedom. And I want to start with the song of Lulu Tigana. And it's a good one, man. It's a good one. And the name of the song is... Life and Death. I hope you would enjoy this one. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. From your ear, to your heart, to your mouth, to your feet. Join this life on 657 AM. A great song, I should say. We are together right through up to the hour, uh, 8, Wednesday Live, the name of the show. Hanging out also on the line with Pastor Karabumraka and also... Uh, I am chilling with uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba. They are on the line. Let me just welcome them. Um, Muruti Muraka, greetings and welcome, Sam. Greetings, my brother, and thank you for welcoming me. And greetings to our brother, uh, uh, Professor Kabamba, as well as the listeners uh, of uh, Radio Pulpit, I, I truly greet in the name of Emmanuel. Hallelujah. And uh, Pastor Sam, greetings to you, sir. Yeah, thank you very much. Greetings to you too. And thank you for having us again today. We thank God for being alive. And I want to greet uh, uh, Pastor Muraka for availing himself. And we thank God for us to be uh, okay and healthy today. Mm. And I greet all the listeners. Thank you for being faithful and being there all the time. All the time, of course. And uh, we are talking about the how of the awakening. Something that, uh, if one can put it across in the rightest of ways, you know, the implications of the how of the awakening is not looked into in the rightest of ways. And uh, when we speak about the awakening, it is like a spiritual revival, you know. It is like a reform. 
uh, it is like a quickening, you know, something that we ought to, to seek in each and every time. It is a movement, a spiritual movement marked by a return to Yahuwah Elohim. That is what it, it is all about. And that is how it takes place. So, at times we are those kinds of people who tend not to actually, um, uh, how can I say it? Put it across in the rightest of ways, Muruti, or um, label the awakening in a way that we never thought it should be, you know? We never thought it should be. You know, we, we think an awakening should be brought on by a pastor, a religious movement, a revival of a sort. But this is happening amongst the people themselves. People are seeking the Father, and the Father is making himself available to them. As they pray, they get to connect with him again. This is wonderful. It's a wonderful perception, isn't it, Muruti Muraka? Yes, um, it is, my brother. Mm. And like what we said uh, 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 last week yeah. uh, about this very when uh, a topic when we were starting mm. the part one thereof, uh, it is the work of God. It is not the work of man. Yeah, and this week, what I just want to add in in the introduction is yes. that it, the spiritual awakening, which is uh, 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 taking place, yeah, is not uh, a standalone. Mm-hmm. It, it is part of God's progress. It yeah. is part of God's design. It is part of God's restoration yes. process. Mm. And I, 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 I want to read in Ephesians. But in Ephesians, I'm going to read a, a portion. But before I read that portion, I want to explain that uh, Paul was talking about uh, a situation where he had come to learn of the faith uh, of the, these people he's writing to and the, their love, their agape love for, for God and for other uh, believers. And he said he's praying for them that God would uh, give them the spirit of wisdom and uh, 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 the spirit of revelation so that the eyes of their pondering, their music, their, their, their deep thinking would be opened. And then they would realize three things. The first thing is the hope to which they have been called. The second thing was the very glorious inheritance uh, that God reserves for uh, the Holy Ones. And the third thing was the ability, the dynamic ability, which is working inside, effectuating inside believers. And he he, he actually, in explaining this ability, said it is the same, same ability which resurrected Jesus, yeah. 
which resurrected the Messiah out of the defunct community, mm. those that are defunct, out of their defunctness. Mm. And he took him this ability and placed him far above every principality, authority, ability, and dominion, yes. and gave him the name which is far above every name in this eon that you are in, and the eons to come. Mm, mm, and then mm. we said also that he was put as the third over the church, yeah. which is his body. The very content of him who feels all in all, that's verse 23 of chapter 1. Now I want to read verse uh, 1 of chapter 2. In other words, coming through, not stopping, uh, I will say, and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body. The feeling of him who feels all in all, and you he made alive who was defined in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the end of this world, mm. according to the wings of the authority of the air, the spirit who now effectuates in the sons of Mistra. Mm. And I want to compare a few things there, my brother. He's talking about the ability of God which raised Yeshua HaMashiach out of the defunct. And contrasting that, uh, there is a spirit which is working in those who distrust or mistrust. And the spirit of Christ effectuates in those who believe. So there is a, a, con a contrast there. And he says, yet remember where you come from. You are also defunct while you walk. Mm. Now, that word, which many versions say this, is actually defunct. In, in Greek, it is necro. Meaning, uh, like when Jesus said to, 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 to someone who wanted to be his disciple, let the defunct bury the defunct. Mm. Meaning there is something which is already dead in you, which makes you defunct. A poor leader in Africa. Allah, Allah. Now, when we come to Christ, when we get born from above, the spirit which was defunct, which was not functioning, mm. stands up. That's why in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the Bible says you, the, through the gospel, you are standing. Even in Romans chapter 5, it talks about standing in grace. What stands? It is our spirit. But then, when something like this is happening, which we are talking about, when a, a, a season comes where the word of God is once more again revealed, by the spirit of revelation as to our position and the supposed position we are supposed to be. 
so that we can move from the position where we are to the position which is ours, rightfully ours, because of being children of God. Now, in, in Acts chapter 3, where we read last week, we were saying, Peter was saying, these are the seasons of souling up. Mm. That is the spiritual awakening. And it can only happen among those who are born again. In other words, if you are not born again, you can't talk about this spiritual awakening. You must actually have your spirit wake up there. Mm. Now, this spiritual awakening means if the spirit which is awake, uh, uh, which is in the spirit of God, is dealing with the souls of those who hear the truth, and then they start to apply. Then we experience this revival. So, I hear you quite well, Muruti, uh, without a doubt. I hear you quite well, sir. And uh, let me come to you, Pastor Sam. You know, uh, in most instances and cases, when it comes to the issue of a true spiritual awakening, uh, there has always been some form of debate as to what an awakening is, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we saw last week, it was we saw it with the desecration of everything which was idolatrous. Uh, and then setting those things apart, exposing that which was just idolatrous. But also we are seeing uh, the putting away of, of foreign forms of believing, which have been abominations before the Father. In Second Chronicles 34-33, thus Josiah removed all the abominations from all the country that belonged to the children of Israel and made all who were present in Israel diligently serve the Lord their God, it says, serve Yahuwah. All his days they did not depart from following Yahuwah, who is um, uh, Elohim of their fathers. An awakening, we see it in that way. We saw the, the removal of all forms of idolatries. And then we see now the coming in of stringent following of the law and the, 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 the statutes of the Father. And then that it's a matter that is happening, let's say, for all the country, not certain denominations, but for all the country, for the whole land, for all the citizens. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, uh, thank you very much for the question. Uh, it is really uh, amazing to see that, uh, as uh, uh, Muruti Muraka said, and also you mentioned that that uh, the awakening is not uh, uh, people's work, but it's God's work. Mm-hmm. It's the Father's work. Everything starts with Him. It's not with us. Meaning that there is something that is triggering inside of us, something that comes inside of us that makes people to want to know, people want to discover, people want to become what uh, they're supposed to be all along. But because of... Uh, uh, situations or maybe a place where they've been or it, I mean, uh, some of the teachings that they've received, they've, uh, they've been believing some, some few things that were not right. Yeah. Now they've come to a place whereby now they have to go and do some discovery. 
and those discoveries they don't the, the, I mean, those discoveries do not come by our own effort, but it is by the help of the Holy Spirit that is inside of us that makes people now trying to get to know what is truly the Word of God and what is not the Word of God. One day I remember I mentioned something to us. I said, you know, when we preach, when you come to the preaching, sometimes we we have too many of good things that we say on the pulpit, and uh, they look spiritual, and uh, we also back them up with uh, what we call scriptures. And if those scriptures are taken out of context, if they're taken out of context, then uh, we, 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 because they're, they're scriptures, by the way, the moment they are used, knowing that they have been taken out of context, people will always believe them because they look spiritual and they come from the Bible. Mm. And the many uh, are preachers and uh, people around that have used scriptures not to feed people with the, the truth, but to feed people with the good things that they felt that was okay. Now, talking about I mean, uh, a spiritual awakening, this is, I mean, uh, it's about consciousness. People coming to a place whereby they said, enough is enough. We've believed these things for quite some time. Now, what is the truth in the old uh, picture? Mm. Now, all the scriptures I want to read, as you've given us, I mean, the, the book of Chronicles as well, but I want to read uh, in, the, in the book of uh, Romans. Uh, Romans 13. I'm going to read from... Uh, uh, verse 8, but I'll jump, I'll go to 11 up to 14. Uh, here, uh, Paul is saying, pay your debt as they, as they come due. However, one debt you can never finish paying is the debt of what? Of love. That you owe each other. The one you love, or the one who loves another person, has fulfilled Moses' teaching. You know, we're talking about Moses' teachings, a lot of people have been talking about it, and it is in the Bible, we know that. The commandment, never commit adultery, but what I want to zero in on one thing, never commit adultery, never steal, never have uh, wrong desires, every, I mean, uh, every other commandment are summed up in this statement. That's the statement I want us to also get here. The Bible says, love your neighbor, as you love yourself. Now, when you come to spiritual awakening, it's a time where people need to get to a place, not necessarily being into what you call the, the, uh, the, uh, the powerful or to, to be able to perform miracles and signs and wonders. Not necessarily that. But it's when people come to that place of, uh, of loving one another without showing genuine love. Now, we might talk about how people have become, how people are discovering things. But if whatever we discover does not take us to a place whereby we can love one another, doesn't take us to a place whereby we, we can be concerned about the, 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 I mean, the, the people who are suffering, we can be concerned about the, 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 I mean, the, the orphans, we can be concerned about I mean, the widows. You know, today, uh, we have bigger churches all around. But when they do all these actions, or when they go to, to help, I mean, widows or help often, they don't do it as uh, something that you prompted by the Holy Spirit, but they do it for sure. They want to prove, or maybe they have uh, an agenda behind it, but say, if we do this type of work, the government will support us, or we'll have enough money to do this, to do that, and they do it so that I mean, they may have a, I mean, a profit out of it. But here, it's not about the profit. Here, it's about being genuine. You love somebody 
not because you've been pushed to do it, but because your heart has gone to a place whereby we've been so much living in a uh, separation. Uh, when I'm talking about separation, I'm looking at the word division. We've been living in terms of being divided. We've been so much divided, each one with his own denomination, thinking that we are the best, thinking that we are this. But the moment we start growing, it won't be about uh, our denomination is the best. It should be about what is the word of God say. And if one of the, if, if each one of us can understand that we are not here, we're not, I'm not talking about ecumenism. I'm not talking about uh, churches meeting in one place. I'm not talking about, I mean, I mean, uh, denominations coming together. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about true Christians growing up and getting to know and understand that the love of God is not dependent on uh, on a, on a, on a, on a certain denomination, but dependent on who, on the, the Lord himself, or independent on the Father himself, independent on Jesus, the Messiah. When people grow to that level of understanding. Now, we become, now, we love one another, not because we have an interest in it, or not because we have, we'll be gaining something in it, but we do it because it is a, a, a right thing to do, and we do it with all our hearts. When people grow to that level, as the Bible says, that it was the verse 9, as the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love never, uh, love, love never does anything that is harmful to a neighbor. Therefore, love fulfills Moses' teaching. Now, when, when you love, because today people can recite, can recite, I mean, the I mean, the commandments can recite anything. People can say, you know what, we need to go back to the beginning. People can say, you know, I mean, there's the law in the Bible, let's observe the law. But the truth of the matter, they do not, I mean, uh, they cannot stand others. They cannot love one another. That's the worst. Because if we can get to that place, although we do not know all the laws, or we don't know the commandments that are in the Bible, but if I can love my neighbor, that I've done something that... Uh, is really divine. Now, verse 11 says something. I love it. It says, you know now, you know the times in which we are living. What is the time? We are going towards the end of everything. And this is what now Paul says, it is time for you to work up, to awaken. It's time for you to awaken. And in another version, he's talking about, it's time for you to, to awaken from your spiritual complacency. Complacency. It's time for you to awake from uh, from uh, your your sleep. It's time for you to to wake up because it is not time for you to be looking around condemning one another. But it's time to understand what that the, what what the Bible says. And it says this time it is time to awake. Our salvation is nearer now than when we first became believers. Now these scriptures was written long time ago, not today. It was written. We're talking about more than 2,000 years. But if this scripture were written by then, and if Paul could speak to them but in that regard, what about us today? And I think these are scriptures that are kind of coming to people's mind and making people reason and say, what time are we? What are we supposed to be doing at this time? When it's time for us to work from our place, because our salvation, when talking about the salvation, talking about the return of our Lord, is so closer to us than, than before. It's so close to us than anything else that we can, we can expect or imagine. Now, it's time for us to work. And the Bible says, uh, well, we must, I mean, the night is almost over. 
and the day is near, or the day is near. So we, we, we should get rid of what? The things that belong to the dark and take up the weapons that belong to the light. We should live decently as people who live in the light of the day. While parties, drunkenness, sexual immorality, prosmicities, rivalry, uh, and uh, jealousy can be part of our lives. He said, live like the Lord Yeshua Christ did. And forgetting about satisfying the desires of your corrupt nature. Now, here I want to end on this. When we talk about corrupt nature, God is inviting us to a divine nature. Now, the divine nature is a, is a nature that transcends the, 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 the natural, whereby we live not in terms of what I mean, uh, is appealing to our eyes, but we live on what we don't see. The invisible world becomes uh, the world that we want to be in. And that invisible world does not see where you're coming from, does not, uh, I mean, uh, does not categorize us from where we come from, not from the rest. Not from uh, from the tribe, not from the the color, but it looked. I mean, it goes beyond that. When people get to a place whereby in our churches we don't see people anymore, like they are coming from the vendors, they are coming from the Zulus. You know, we we see each one of us as really children of the Most High God. When starting all of us are children of Elohim, then it start making sense. When you start loving one another, when I see my brother on the street, you know, the time is so feeble in such a way that. Today, when you see somebody being killed on the street or being beaten on the street, you just pass without saying a word. You don't want to risk your life. But the Bible takes it telling us that this is the right time for us to awake from our sleep. Why are we going to awake our sleep? Because we see things that are happening and not giving us anything that we, I mean, that will appeal to us. We see evil all over. Because I mean, we see evil all over, meaning that the night is almost over. It's getting to the end. Now the day is coming. Things have gone so wrong in the world in such a way that true Christians, what they do, they are worse from their skin. They start now trying to understand why we were living this way all along. Why could we live this, this other way? And then by Speaking that, that's that coming in their spirit, and God now is putting inside of them what you call the love, the true love. That true love will, I mean, will produce in them that, I mean, uh, uh, the fact of the approaching to one another. Be together, live together, and speak the same language. You know, this is the time. You know, I've, uh, I'm on an end on this one. You know, I've been watching a video that makes me really a bit, not sad, but I, I, I understand that. A video whereby there's a white man who's going around and asking people to, to sign a petition because they want to uh, eradicate the Bible. They say they don't want the Bible to be sold anymore uh, at Amazon, I mean, Amazon and all these other places. The people, I saw a lot of people signing that petition. And I said, wow, this is the right time. It's the right time to show these people that we were not just a bunch of people that live in each one in its own place. Jesus Christ said, when people look at you and they see you, you love one another, then they shall say, you are my disciple. This is a time where people need to awake from their sleep and not living anymore in terms of, I mean, what I'm going to gain from this, but what can you offer so that everything may work well. That's what I can say for now. Hmm. As that.
my info backers for tonight. I hear you quite well, Muruti. And uh, of course, you know, at times we tend to see ourselves really um, from a perspective of denominationalism. And that's where the problem is. That's where the problem is. But if we can look into the the occurring revival, uh, awakening, I just want to call it an awakening, uh, mm-hmm. of the children of Yahuwah. It's just amazing. It is just amazing. It's happening all over. You go on all social networks, and when you go through them, you will see people are talking about this. And you'd find it's people in different countries, you know, far along, talking about the same thing that is taking place. It's important, indeed, to look into that. Now, Maruti, let me bring this to you then, you know. Uh, the how of it also we see in the... Uh, times of Ezra, chapter 10, verse 3, which says, Now, therefore, let us make a covenant with Yahuwah to put away all these wives and all those who have been born to them according to the advice of my master and of those who tremble at the commandment of our God, and let it be done according to the law. Uh, we see people returning to the statutes of the Father, and everything that was of a covenant done in darkness has become something that be, is pointed out to be left in, in, mm-hmm. and, and to be done away with. People basically, the how of it, we see people coming out of covenants that are not according to the, the law of the Father. Muruti? Yes. <clears throat> you see, even last week you 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 dealt with that uh, arm of this uh, uh, awakening and you when you opened with uh, uh, Pastor Kabamba you 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 referred to it again the doing away with idols the doing away with um these other covenants that are going against the covenant of of the father. Now, for me, what what I believe the Holy Spirit has shown me is that this is being addressed by Peter in his preaching on the day the Holy Spirit immersed them. Because this doing away with the, the, the idols, the covenant, like during the time of Ezra, as you are reading, one of the things that they were doing is the people who had married foreigners had to actually divorce those women and send them away. Because it was contrary to to the covenant, meaning the confusion which had been the order of the day in the nation of Israel was being addressed during the time of Josiah the king. The confusion which had been the order of the day in the in the in the 
tribes of Judah and, and Benjamin, uh, the tribes which were under Judah basically, was being done away with. The very confusion that Prophet Elijah had challenged Israel about and saying, the time to stop dithering between two points has come. You must make a choice. Are you going with Yudhe or are you going with your pals? So, yeah. this is what Peter is speaking to. In these times, when Yudhe has sent his good message beyond Israel to other nations like my nation, South Africa, like uh, the nation of France, where he has sent the message all over. What speaks to us is that the how of uh, 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 working in this relief, this alleviation, this awakening, is to focus on the person of Emmanuel, is to focus on the of Yeshua HaMashiach. He is saying, and I'm going back to what he was quoting to his fellow Jews. He said to them in verse 19, repent therefore, meaning change your thinking. You, you, you had the wrong thinking about HaMashiach. You, you crucified him because you didn't realize he is the solution that you have our father has brought. He said, change your thinking, therefore, and be converted, be tender. You first change your thinking, and then you are converted. You are turned around so that your sins may be blocked out. Now, Yeshua himself in Luke said to these very disciples, including Peter, all these things had to happen. It was bound that the Messiah should suffer so that from Jerusalem going out, the message should be preached of the blotting out of sin, the remission of sin. Sin which are making us confused, and first of all, if we are not born again, we are total enemies of God. But when we become born again and we allow sin to trip us, like Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 says, that it is uh, 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 always around our feet to, to trip us. When we allow that, uh, 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 it means we have not been converted. Because when we, are, when we have changed our thinking and, and are being converted, our sins have been blotted out, like you say, and then the seasons of alleviation, of relief, uh, uh, of souling up, of, of awakening, like we are going through a season of awakening right now, will yes. come from the face of Adonai, will come from the person of Adonai. Who is that person? Yeshua Hamashiach through his spirit. And that, this is happening 
This is what we are going. It's not in isolation. It is happening so that the apostle Yeshua Mashiach will be sent back from heaven. The very one who has preached before will be sent back from heaven because heaven is, has received him until the times of reinstitution of all things. In other words, all things which were confused. All people who did not, you know, like now there is a great confusion regarding gender. People, it, it, the whole world is being pushed by a spirit which wants to, to establish confusion concerning gender so that in the end, people don't know, am I male or am I female? Now, when he comes back, he is instituting those kinds of uh, 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 restoring all things to the purpose that the Father had made them for. And all this is not thumbs up by Karabo, by uh, Samuel, by uh, uh, Ray. No, it is what was spoken by the Holy Prophet, like you are quoting from Ezra. If we take all these things and the Holy Spirit of Revelation starts to show us that there is a problem here in, 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 in unveiling. There is a project ongoing here. It is the project of Elohim. It is the project of the Father. It will not be thwarted. It will not be derailed. And now and again, you will recover something which has been a confusion. He, 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 he does that when we go through the period or the season of relief, of alleviation, of awakening. Not, it is not an awakening of all things that have been lost. It's an awakening of them in a progressive manner. And that's why last week I spoke that if one uh, uh, allows the Holy Spirit to, to lead you through church history, not only of the Western side, which was led by the Roman Catholic mm. uh, Church many, uh, but also of the Eastern side of the Orthodox churches. When one takes that whole picture, you start to see that there was a lot which was lost when the apostles to their time of sleeping. A lot was lost, but the Holy Spirit has been recovering it steadily and mm. continuously and progressively. And it's so important to see this awakening in that context, that it's a season of awakening which is leading us to one thing, the houses, when we are in an awakening like this, we mustn't be excited about the awakening itself. We must be excited about what is it pointing to. It's pointing to the person of Adonai. And who's that person? Second Corinthians chapter 3 talks about that the veil is taken away when we turn to Amashia. And then it says, where the Spirit of Adonai is, there is freedom. Hmm. There is liberty. 
Mm. And he says, when we, it's like we are looking at his uncovered uh, face and reflecting it. And as we are reflecting it, we see that we still short of this, but we are growing in this area. Therefore, inside there is a transformation taking place where we are actually being transformed from glory to glory. To the very same image that Christ Jesus is as the image, the visible image of the invisible God. It is a progressive process and we should embrace it with the understanding that it's pointing us to have a relationship with Yeshua Hamashiach uh, 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 in his person, so that the spirit of Adonai can actually uh, uh, help us transform inside so that we grow into uh, the likeness of Hamashiach. I hear you quite well, Maruti. I hear you quite well. Let's open up the lines. People tell us as to if they are feeling the revival that we are talking about. Are you, are you feeling the revival that we say we are also feeling? <laughs> this is a time where you play the song of Peter Frampton, eh? Do you feel what we feel? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that old song of Peter Frampton. Now, when the, yeah, when the guitar starts to speak, yeah, when the guitar starts to speak, you know. <laughs> now we are asking if you are experiencing the revival. Are you seeing the revival in the places that you live in? You know. The areas that you are at, would you say I am experiencing quite a massive flow of a revival? I need to hear from you. Give us a shout. Zero one two double three four one three double two. Zero one two double three four one three double two. And of course, send us your WhatsApps. The WhatsApp is O eight two six five seven two seven two nine. O eight two Six five seven two seven two nine. I need to hear from you as to what you make of this. You can drop us also a voice note about the revival that you would say it is a revival that you are experiencing. You know, it can be at work, it can be in the neighborhood, it can be amongst the people, your social group on the social media. Tell us about it. We we uh, all ears, we need to hear from that. Send those WhatsApps, 082657-2729. Feel the pulse of the real life on 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home, or wherever they are, night or day. 
through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. Get your daily bread, but also your faith in practice. It's 657 AM, the sounds of your life. Okay, 657 AM, Radio Pulpit coming to you. We trust you are well and everything is fine with you. We are touching base on this very aspect of the implications of a spiritual awakening. You can talk to us directly now and uh, let's hear what you say about this. Now, um, it is um, uh, 0826572729, the WhatsApp. And you can drop us a voice note also there. 0826572729. And let's hear what you say. Now, let me bring this to you, uh, Pastor Sam. We also see, you know, um, uh, in Nehemiah, we also see. Uh, chapter 13. This is the how of it. This is the how of it. And and of course, I'm going to read also Isaiah chapter 1. Chapter 13, verse 19. The how of the awakening. It says, So it was at the gates of Jerusalem, as it began to be dug before the Sabbath, that I commanded the gates to be shut, and charged that they must not be opened till after the Sabbath. Then I posted some of my servants at the gates so that no burdens would be brought in on the Sabbath day. And then Isaiah 126 says, I will restore your judges as at the first and your counselors as at the beginning. Afterward, you shall be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city, Jerusalem, the city of righteousness, the faithful city. I will restore your judgments. I will restore your obedience. That, that is what it says. When we see an awakening, we see the restoration of true counsel, the restoration of true justice or judgments. And we see the observations of the law of the Father. What's your take? From your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet. Join this life on 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co. The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za Or phone us during office hours. 012-334-1200 Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.